Chelsea Memo kind of alluded to the fact that she might be making a comeback on Twitter. I mean, she's been posting some videos for a while now, and a lot of gymnastics fans have been encouraging her to make a comeback because we all think she can. But it might be a possibility now, which is kind of exciting. Hey guys, and welcome to the very first episode of the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Bueller, with my co-host and twin sister, Brittany. Hey guys! This is our very first episode, and we're so excited because this is something we've been wanting to do for a while, and now that we're all quarantined in our homes for the time being, we actually kind of had the time to get it started. So you guys may know us from our blog, Triple Twist, which we still plan on using, but this is going to be a new platform for us to talk about gymnastics, share our opinions, and hopefully do some exciting interviews with coaches and athletes from both the elite and NCAA world. We'll have new episodes out every Monday. At the moment, we're only on Spotify, but we're working to get ourselves on the other platforms as well. But in the meantime, you guys can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AllThingsGymPod to get reminders for when we post or to let us know what you want to hear next. We hope you guys enjoy our first episode. Okay, so unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably heard by now that the Olympics were postponed because of the coronavirus. On March 30th, the IOC announced a new date for the 2020 Olympics. Yes, it's still going to be called the 2020 Olympics, even though it's going to be in 2021. Um, the Games are now set to be held July 23rd through August 8th, and that is in the summer of 2021. So that's over a year from now. What are your thoughts on that? I actually think it's a smart idea, really for the sake of everyone involved, for the athletes, for the coaches, for the fans who are planning on traveling to the meets. Um, I don't think it's a good idea, obviously, to have so many people in small spaces, whether that be in the Olympic Village or actually at the arena, the audience in the stands. I just don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's safe. So I think that was the right call by the IOC to postpone until 2021. So hopefully this will be figured out by then. Yeah, I think that there's no way that this is actually going to be cleared up by then. So I think that it's going to really benefit a lot of athletes now that they have this whole extra year to train and compete and get themselves ready for the Olympic Games. The first athlete that comes to my mind when I think about athletes that might benefit from this is Lori Hernandez. She began training near the end of 2018, and obviously she has not competed yet, but she has been to two camps, so she is on the comeback trail. We've seen a lot of videos of her on bars and beam, a little bit of floor. She has a new floor routine, which we have seen and we love. Yes, I'm so excited to actually see it out on the competition floor, though. Not just, like, in training videos. Because she's such a performer, and she is... Maybe this. I don't think this is an unpopular opinion, but in my opinion, she's by far the best dancer on Team USA. So really looking forward to seeing her out on the floor again. Um, we have not seen any vault videos of her. Um, not that I can recall, at least. So she actually said in an interview with the Olympic Channel on their podcast that she can do foals and she's working on doubles. So that's a good sign. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of, you know, getting it right, the timing of everything. I think that she was definitely going to be ready to peak 
the summer or I guess I don't want to say peak but she was definitely going to be ready for the summer I believed that personally but I do think this extra time will benefit her yeah and I think she looked ready on all the other events obviously it's kind of hard to form an opinion when you haven't seen her on vault but we'll take her word for it she is working on the double that was kind of her in my opinion at least that was her weakest event um, you know, previously, you know, last Olympic cycle. So we'll see how that comes along. Um, but we have seen her, like we've said, we've seen videos of her on the other three events, and she looks pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that... I don't quite know if I see her in one of the, like, four spots for the actual team, but maybe a specialist spot, because I think that obviously Beam is her best event. I've always loved her bars, too. She said the bars was one of the hardest events for her to get back, but... I think she's good on that event. Yeah, she said, um, this was also in the Olympic Channel podcast interview, she said that she has all her skills back on bars, it's just kind of a matter of piecing it all together, which is the process that she's in now. So, um, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I like what we've seen from her so far. I think she looks good, and I think that having this extra year to train and maybe even possibly compete now... Um, is really going to help her case to make the Olympic team. Yeah, and also I think it'll boost her confidence, too. I mean, she does have more time now, and I think that... I don't want to say her comeback was rushed, but... Her chances of making the Olympic team, in all honesty, were slim for the, for the you know, 2020 Olympics in 2020. But for 2021... <laughs> for the 2020 Olympics in 2021, yeah, I think that... I don't know. I, I don't want to really speak on her chances yet because I think that there's a lot of unknowns right now. But I do think that this is 100% going to benefit her. I don't think this is going to hurt her in any way. You know, her having this extra time to train and prepare and get ready for the Olympics and, you know, show everyone that her comeback's not a fluke, like some people think. Right. I also think that there's a lot of injured athletes currently that are going to benefit from this. Mm -hmm. The first one that comes to mind for me is Courtney McGregor. So a lot of you might remember she tore her Achilles at the meet against UCLA. She's a college gymnast for Boise State. And she was planning on qualifying to the Olympics through the Continental Championships. But obviously when she tore her Achilles, that dream was kind of dashed. But now it's like there's a glimmer of hope again because... Now everything's canceled. Yeah. 2020 is basically canceled. Now I don't just mean the Olympics. I mean the whole day and year. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that she definitely has a shot again with everything kind of being postponed, pushed off. She's at 10 weeks post-op, I believe she posted on her Instagram. So yeah, I think she'll be hopefully back in time. Yeah, keeping my fingers crossed. I think that it, it's always heartbreaking when... You have an injury like that and it kind of not only ends your college career, but then also it ended or we thought it ended her Olympic or her elite, you know, dream as well. So I don't want to say it's nice that she has this opportunity because it's, I think it's really unfortunate that this is happening right now in the world. It's just a, it's a bad, you know, time in the world, but um it is in some weird way kind of nice that she will hopefully have that opportunity after all. Yeah. So, I'm looking she forward. she went to bed that night when she found out that she tore her Achilles, probably thinking that her career was over. And it's like just kidding. suddenly, yeah, it's just crazy. Who would have thought this would have happened? Mm -hmm. Definitely not her. I don't think any of us thought that. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I don't think any of us predicted a pandemic happening <laughs> the year of the Olympics. Um, but speaking of athletes that were injured, 
There's also Asuka Teramoto from Japan. She tore her Achilles in February of this year. Um, so hopefully she can come back and make the Japanese team. Asuka is a two-time Olympian and I think definitely worthy of being on that Japanese Olympic team. So yeah, that was definitely another really big shock when she was announced that she was injured. Um, along with Maya Mirakami, they are really the two rocks of the Japanese team. And to compete in the your hometown Olympics. Yeah. That's an experience that's once in a lifetime. Not even once in a lifetime. Most people, I feel like, don't even get to say that they've competed in their home Olympics. Mm-hmm. That's a rare opportunity. So, to, yeah, so to get injured, you know, the year of the Olympics, you're so close. That's That has to be absolutely heartbreaking. But now, because of all this, um, you know, she has a shot again, I would say. And, you know, who knows? You know, we'll have to see how the comeback process goes for her. But I think that it kind of plants the seeds in everyone's mind that she could actually be there after all. So we'll we'll have to see how that goes. So I think another athlete that could really benefit from having a little extra time is Riley McCusker. Um, We've all probably heard by now that she is now training at Arizona Sunrays, obviously down in Arizona, and, you know, there was some drama, I guess you could say, going on with her coach, Maggie Haney, from MG Elite, so a lot has been going on for Riley in the last year, I would say. Um, she obviously missed Worlds last year. Um, it was announced by USA Gymnastics that she had a mild case of rhabdomyolysis, and um, we haven't really seen her compete ever since then. And then, of course, she also had the gym change. So she's kind of been going through a lot um, and probably could really use this time to get herself, you know, back where she needs to be to be in contention to make that Olympic team. Yeah, so we've seen some videos of her on Bars and Beam recently that she's posted on the internet, and she looks great. So we have no reason to believe that she's not in great shape, that she's not you know, out of contention for an Olympic spot. I have seen some people online talking about, you know, her and her chances of making the Olympic team, and some people seem to be writing her off. I personally haven't. I think that she definitely at least has a really good shot of making a specialist spot on bars and beam. Those are obviously her strong suits. Um... But I don't think she's out of it as far as being an all-arounder either. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen, you know, with her having new coaches. And, you know, now having, you know, training with Jay down at Arizona Sunrise and seeing what they can do for her gymnastics. Yeah, a lot of people are kind of hoping that they're going to, like, rub off on each other. So now Jade Carey is going to, like, come out and be, like, super graceful and (laughs) bellic and... You know, Riley's going to be super powerful and have this great vault, and I don't think that's actually going to happen, but we can be hopeful, right? Yeah, I think it would be cool, too. I kind of like the idea of them going for the specialist spots, because we all know that Jade is going for, you know, the individual route and most likely will secure that spot for herself, you know, as a specialist. And it would be kind of cool to see Riley get one, too, because they're complete opposites as gymnasts so it's not like they're like fighting for the same spot so it's interesting but um yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what this next you know year brings for Riley and I think that she's really gonna appreciate having this time to put herself back in people's minds as far as being a contender for the Olympic team because I think with everything that's been going on people have been kind of writing her off a little bit you know we haven't seen her compete since nationals when she got sick and pulled out so 
Um, we'll see, but I, I, I think that good things are ahead for her and uh, looking forward to seeing what she can do with this extra year of training that she's been gifted. <laughs> I want to talk about Michaela Skinner. So right now, a lot of people obviously aren't training because of the coronavirus, but Michaela Skinner appears to still be training. She's posted quite a bit on her social media. She also has a YouTube channel where she's been kind of documenting her journey to the Olympics. I think that's really cool, by the way. Yeah, I think it is too. And it's kind of making me like a fan in a way. Yeah. Like if you followed our blog, Triple Twist, for you know any amount of time, you probably know that we haven't been the biggest fans of Michaela. But I respect her gymnastics, and I think she's grown a lot as a person, so I do just want to, like, put that out there, that I've been enjoying watching her YouTube videos and kind of seeing how open that she is with her journey and kind of getting where she's going, so it is kind of cool to watch. But she's training alone, as far as we know, at the moment, um, from her YouTube videos, but I do think this time will kind of almost give her an advantage because a lot of people aren't training right now, mm-hmm. um, and she is. So that'll be interesting to see how that affects her training. Yeah, a lot of girls are having to, you know, find ways to train and work out and do whatever they can at home. Um, but yeah, she's in the gym throwing upgrades and stuff, so... Yeah, she has a lot of upgrades. So obviously we all know about the triple-double. She's you know, posted videos training that in the past. And she has mentioned that that's something that she wants to get into her routine for the Olympics. Um, and she's also expressed some kind of, I don't want to say concern, but she's expressed that, you know, she, she feels like she's running out of time. You know, the Olympics are coming up quick and she still is trying to get the consistency down with landing that pass on floor. But, you know, now she's going to have a lot more time to really, you know, get those numbers in in the gym and get some consistency under her belt. So I think that is going to do great things for her with the triple-double, you know, having all that time now. Um, on bars, he's also training a Nabieva, we saw. Um, a Ray to Bahardwaj, a clear hip giant fall. She has all kinds of upgrades on bars. Um, I would like to see her work on her execution a little bit more. I feel like since going back to Elite... We've seen her form not be as tight as it was in college. I mean, she was never known for having super great execution, but I think with college, too, you know, I don't want to say she was downgrading because she really didn't downgrade a whole lot, but, um, you know, it is, you are doing a little bit less skill-wise, and you're also, at least on floor, you're allowed to take that lunge back, so it's probably a little bit easier for her to be cleaner. Um, whereas in Elite, it kind of feels like she's chucking the skills. So I agree with you. I would like to see her use this time to really clean up her execution and fine-tune what she already has. I don't mind a few upgrades. I think that will help her case, of course, you know, if she can up her difficulty. But I also, I mean, I agree. I would like to see her um, fine-tune what she has a little bit, and that could really help her chances of making the Olympic team as an all-arounder, you know, getting one of those four all-around spots for the team, so... We, we shall see. <laughs> and this is kind of almost a last minute addition to this because Chelsea Memo kind of alluded to the fact that she might be making a comeback on Twitter. I mean, she's been posting some videos for a while now and a lot of gymnastics fans have been encouraging her to make a comeback because we all think she can. But it might be a possibility now, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, we were like talking while we were planning for this you know, podcast and... We were talking about Chelsea, you know, doing all these combinations and stuff on Twitter and whatnot. 
Um, but then, yeah, she kind of hinted around at the idea of playing around in the gym and maybe possibly making a comeback. She didn't actually come out and say that she would. But she also said it's not an April Fool's joke. So I think there's a hint of seriousness to this. Yeah, for sure. And I'm living for it. Even if it doesn't, you know, amount to her making the Olympic team, i just like to see her compete again, even if it's at classes. I mean, what a, like, a badass story that would be for her to come out of retirement after all these years. Having two kids. Yep. And then, you know, competing again at the elite level. I just, I'm living for it. Yeah, so she's been doing, like you mentioned, a lot of really cool combinations on beam in particular. I've seen a couple videos of her doing some, like, floor skills on the tramp. Um, but she recently posted a video of her doing a double pike off beam. It was only her fourth attempt, apparently, and it looked pretty dang good. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, I mean, I think that even if this is just something that she's doing for fun, um, regardless, I think it's cool. I'm excited to see, you know, what happens here with this. And if she is serious... Then, you know, what do you think? What do you think of her chances? Well, I do think that she would have to add more than just beam to her repertoire. She would have to do probably bars, because at bars was a good event for her, obviously. Um, I don't know how her body is going to feel about doing vault and floor again, but... I do think that for her to have a legitimate shot of making a specialist spot, she would probably need to have at least bars and beam and have it be a pretty solid bars and beam routine. So we have talked a lot about girls who we think will benefit from the Olympics being postponed, but what about girls who we think might be inconvenienced by the postponement? What do you think Simone's feeling at this point in time? Well, I don't know what she's feeling, but... If I had a guess, it's probably that she's ready to go now. Um, and, you know, she has said that she wants to retire after the Olympics. So she was probably thinking of being retired by 2021. So this just threw a wrench in those plans for her. Um, but I feel like she might as well just stick around now for another three years, right? <laughs> yeah, truly. Like, three more years. Come on. Let's let's go for it. Yeah. Let's like, break some more records. Like, at that rate, by the time she competes in the Olympics again, she'll have three years until the next Olympics, and come on, Simone. <laughs> I mean, like you said, I definitely think that she won't be inconvenienced in the sense that, like... Like, I think her body will be able to hold up, and I think that she'll be fine no matter when. You could probably, like, she could retire, and then 10 years from now, she'd still be ready for the Olympics. <laughs> Truly, I feel that way. Well, I feel like right now, she could be not even really training during this whole quarantine thing, and she could come back as soon as she, you know, as soon as it's done and she can start training again, she can come back and be fine. Um, And I'm just basing that based off of how quickly and easily she came back from, you know, you know, the time that she took off after the Rio Olympics. So, I don't know. I don't think that this is going to negatively impact her in any way. I'm sure she's probably not thrilled about it, but... I was going to say, I do kind of worry about her mentally at this point in time, just because, like you said, I think she was planning on being done. I think she's so over-usage massics, and I do not blame her one bit, um, I think she wants to be done, so that's kind of unfortunate, and I also think that, you know, there's rumors going around that her and Stacey Irvin broke up, so I, I feel bad that this is all kind of happening at once. Yeah, it's a, and lo so it's I a worry, lot of stress on her shoulders. Yeah, I do worry about her mental state a little bit during this time, and I hope that she's doing okay for herself, first and foremost. I mean, 
she's more than just a gymnast, you know, she's more than just a, a, a metal machine for USA Gymnastics, a moneymaker for them, she's a human being, and I, I do feel for her during this time, and I hope that she's doing okay. Very well said. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Um, I, I'm thinking of her in this time, and hopefully she's taking the news well. I know she hasn't said anything, at least that, that I've seen on social media about you know, the Olympics being postponed. So I hope that she takes this time to focus on herself and, you know, her well-being and then... Her mental health. Yes. And we all know that when the time comes, she'll get back in the gym and I don't think that she's going to have any issues, um, you know, still dominating the Olympics in 2021. So another thing that I want to quickly touch base on is... There are several girls who were planning to go to college in the fall of 2020 who now are faced with the decision on what they want to do as far as their future with the Olympics and college gymnastics. So some girls that come to mind, this isn't all of them, but this is just kind of the main ones that are in contention for their country's Olympic team. Um, Riley McCusker, uh, Brooklyn Moores, Anna Potterariu. Um, and Jordan Childs, maybe. Um, those are some girls who were planning on going to college in the fall of 2020. And now they are going to have to make a decision whether they want to defer a year or if they're going to somehow try to manage both. Um, I don't know if I see that happening. I'm more likely, I'm more inclined to believe that these girls are probably going to defer to focus on their training um, because training for the Olympics is no joke, and I could not imagine, you know, trying to navigate being a freshman and, you know, your first college gymnastics season while also training so intensely for the Olympics. So, um, nobody has said anything about this yet, but, um, that is something that they definitely have to think about. Um, for those who might be wondering, this doesn't really affect Morgan Hurd at all. Um, she has already deferred her commitment to the, to the University of Florida. Um, she is not scheduled to begin there until 2022 um, because her intention all along was to compete at the World Championships in 2021 anyways. And that was before this whole thing happened. So um, this should not affect her plans at all as far as college goes. I also wanted to mention real quick, Michaela Skinner, I do think that she kind of comes into play with this conversation too, because she used up three years of her college um, years, I guess you could say. Yeah, her eligibility. Eligibility, that's the word I was looking for, yeah. So she took off her fourth year, which would be this past season, which was probably a really smart idea because in, she- In hindsight, yeah. Yeah, her season would have been cut short. Anyways, um- but normally you can only have five years unless there's like some sort of like really crazy circumstance. Which there I guess is. this would be it. Right. So I guess it remains to be seen whether she will be granted a sixth year. I kind of imagine that she would be. Um, but I guess that'll just be interesting to see how she goes about that also. But it wouldn't actually count as a sixth year because she didn't compete. It's still her year of eligibility. It's more just... It's just having to be postponed another year. Yes. And I don't know if that's allowed with NCAA rules. So, yeah, we'll have to see. I think that if they're going to, you know, 
excuse any of their rules, I think that they would probably... Should be one of them. Yeah, they'd probably do it for something like this. So, I know that she has made it kind of clear that the Olympics and the elite path is kind of her main goal for now. Um, She does want to go back to Utah and get her degree. Um, And I think that the gymnastics side of that... I have not seen her, like, 100% commit to wanting to come back. I know she said she wants to go and get her degree. I I think that whether she goes back for gymnastics is contingent on what happens with the Olympics. Oh, I agree 100%. So, stay tuned for that, I guess. Alright guys, that wraps up our very first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you guys will come back and join us next Monday. Again, make sure you follow our new social media pages to keep up to date of when we post. We are at All Things Gym Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will talk to you next week. Bye! Bye.